Conscious Living Show with your host Jan and Bill Moore. We'll take a moment to thank John Fogarty for that song Mystic Highway that we opened the show with. That is off John's latest album, Wrote a Song for Everyone. Fourteen great guest artists and a great album overall. Thank you again to John Fogarty for that opening. And we hope you'll enjoy today's show and all of our shows because our intention is that they will empower you to live with power, passion, and purpose, and manifest happiness and prosperity, harmony and well-being. We'll be interviewing expert guests on conscious evolution, personal empowerment, conscious business, natural health, and how to create a conscious lifestyle, and many other interesting topics. So without further ado, over to my lovely wife, Jan. Hi, everyone, and thank you for listening today. Um, Today our special guest is Jackie Sibley, an intuitive coach and healer with a master's degree in counseling and considerable experience working with addictions and child abuse issues. She's an EFT practitioner, past life regressionist and Reiki master with a deep and clear understanding of how energy works within the human system as well as in our environment and on our planet. Jackie also has an inner knowing that we are infinite beings, living lifetime after lifetime as we express our soul's impulse to grow and evolve. She describes herself as a serial learner with an insatiable curiosity about how people heal and transform. Jackie has always known her purpose in this lifetime, as in many other lifetimes, is to help others. To that end, she has spent her life learning different healing modalities so that she is continually building her healing toolbox. Her goal is to work with each individual with compassion and respect for the individual's journey and to help enrich that journey so that it can be accomplished with ease and in grace, along with a touch of humor for balance. So, really happy to welcome Jackie to the show today. Jackie, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. And I'm looking forward to having a really fascinating discussion with you about EFT and past life regression. It's a subject that really fascinates me. So you have a master's degree in counseling, and you've done considerable training in substance abuse treatment, but using what are considered to be non-traditional ways in which to help people. So what motivated you to choose EFT and past life regression as the primary tools you use in your work with people? Well, that's a really good question. As I was on my path after I got my master's degree and was actually working with people, what I saw happening was people were con- were talking about their problem and talking about the problem and talking about the problem, but things were not reaching resolution. Um, People were not getting better. In fact, what I saw happening was people were becoming very dependent on whatever therapist they were seeing, sometimes me, and wanting to continue that relationship, and without it, they would relapse or they would go into a downward spiral. And that is not what I'm about. I That felt very enabling to me, and I'm a lousy enabler. And so I started doing some 
reading, some searching, and I first happened on to Reiki. That made a lot of sense to me. Um, and then I happened on to EFT, and because I understand energy and because I know that we are energy, everything is energy, it made sense to me that using a modality that taps on acupressure meridian endings activates energy and moves energy through the body. And yeah, could you just explain what EFT stands for, Jackie, because not all our listeners may be familiar with it. You bet. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and it was developed by a fellow named Gary Craig, oh, I guess about 25 years ago. It's based on thought field therapy, um, which Roger Callahan developed a little a little more than 25 years ago. And Gary Craig wanted a more user-friendly modality that didn't involve all of the logarithms that Callahan's thought field therapy uses. And so he developed EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. And the more he used it, the more profound were the changes that he saw. And I was introduced to it, gosh, I think it was about the year 2000, 2001. Um, I didn't get a lot out of it then. I was very familiar with cognitive restructuring because of the work I was doing at the time. And to tell you the truth, in my arrogance, I didn't pay close enough attention to what I learned and I couldn't, well, there you have it, ego being what it is. Um, we do go through that sometimes, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, and so I didn't use it so much, and then I was reintroduced to it in, oh, I guess it was about 2006, 2007, and all of a sudden it really took hold. I was able to become certified in it, and I've been using it ever since. And what it does, as far as I'm concerned, is it it shortcuts the length of time that people are working with a coach, a mentor, or a therapist it allows change to happen very quickly. It allows people to literally reprogram your belief system. And that, that sounds like a fascinating um, therapy, actually. And yeah, is it that, is. Is, is that what makes it so much different to other counseling or coaching tools? I think it is. Um, you know, I... I was doing cognitive restructuring when I was originally introduced to EFT. And yes, cognitive restructuring works, but it can be a very lengthy process. It can take years. EFT, with EFT, you can change a belief system in, gosh, a matter of weeks, or a few months, if you're diligent, if you really want to make the change, it's remarkably easy to make the change. 
And that's why I love it, because I'm a bottom-line kind of person, and um, I like things that work fast. And I think in this age of instant gratification, this is what people are really looking for. And, you know, I, I agree with you in terms of not wanting to create people that are dependent, you want to work with them so that you actually make them independent. And this sounds like a great tool for doing that. So um, just to add on to that, what what is it about past life regression that really helps with this kind of um, shifting of belief and resolution of issues? Well, in my experience, and of course in the experience of many past life regressionists, what happens is When people are able to, through a regression hypnosis session, go to a time when a core issue or a core pattern of behavior or a a physical ailment or an injury occurred for the very first time, they receive understanding they get a different perspective and that allows people to literally shift their mindset about someone in their life, uh, situations that they're experiencing, frustrations that they're having. And what you can also do and what I what I like to do is you can When you are in the regression experience, you can have the client rewrite that movie with a different outcome. Wow, that's amazing. It is amazing. And what happens is when you... Yeah, you change the story. You literally change the story. That helps change beliefs. And what really is fascinating, and I've experienced this myself, because I've, I've experienced many regressions myself, and what happens is quantum healing occurs. Healing occurs on the quantum level. When you change the energy within yourself, and of course whenever we rewrite a story, we're literally changing our perception and our energy, and that has a profound effect on our biology. Is this like a cellular memory that is reset? It is. Perfect. Hmm. You get it exactly. You get it exactly. So how does this relate to karma? Because I know we do a lot of talking about, you know, these things could be related to karma from our past life. Is that something that, that comes out in these sessions? Is it relevant? I think it's very relevant. I I study a lot of things, and and I really like Edgar Casey's take on karma. And Edgar Casey's take on karma is that it isn't a matter of us being doomed to relive things over and over and over. It's a matter of educating ourselves and accessing the free will that we all have. And once we see patterns that come from the past, once we see patterns that we have lived over and over again, we can make a conscious choice and we can shift those patterns. And that is what our soul 
wants us to do. That's fascinating, Jackie, and um, really appealing. In fact, Bill said to me, when can I have an appointment with Jackie? Because <laughs> 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 I think we all go through certain things in life, and we wonder, you know, when you understand the concept of past life and reincarnation, we wonder how much of this is coming from those past lives versus from experiences that we've had in this lifetime. And I've been fortunate enough to be enlightened about a past life of mine that was um, as a Native American, but I haven't had the opportunity to explore it. And I think we are people who are focused on their own personal and conscious development, really thirst for as much information as possible about you know, their holistic, the holistic story of them, not just one from this lifetime. Yes, yes. I agree completely. As I said, I've had a number of regressions myself, and I have changed and evolved in ways that are so significant as a result of those regressions. And that is part of why I love doing past life regressions because I love seeing people have that opportunity. Now, that said, I'm also going to say it is a world of free will. And sometimes change is threatening for people. And so sometimes people will come out of a regression with the knowledge that they can do this, they can do this, they can do this, they can do this. These are ways that they can change patterns and break that cycle of behavior lifetime after lifetime. And for whatever reason, um, they it's a world of free choice, and they choose not to. Yeah, that's very interesting, isn't it, how people can have the solution in their hands and then not choose to actually implement it so very interesting so I'd like to ask one quick question um, which is I know EFT can be done remotely Um, I have friends who also work in either EFT or TFT but what about past life regression is that something that has to be done in person or can you do that remotely I can do, I'm trained in both quantum healing hypnosis therapy, which I really don't do much of anymore, um, and transpersonal hypnotherapy with specific training in past life regressions. I can do regressions over the telephone. And I really don't mind, yeah, I, I don't mind doing that. All that's required is that somebody has a good telephone connection. I prefer not doing it over a cell phone because sometimes um, calls are dropped. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not good when you're in the midst of trance. That's not good. Um, but if somebody has a really good telephone connection with a cell phone, I have done regressions over the phone. And, um, yeah, it's pretty yeah. easy to do that. That's great. Uh, so I guess Landline that people need to be able to do that, is it? Well, or 
I have done past life regressions, you know, with the client having a cell phone and saying, you know, I've never had a call drop, and it went perfectly. And I know that there's technology that people have access to that, uh, you know, really beefs up their cell phone connection when they're in their home, and uh, it worked perfectly. So, no, it doesn't have to be a landline. I don't work with Skype. I've had problems with Skype, so I don't want anything to do with it. (laughs) I know, I've had problems too. But, uh, you know, with working with international clients, it's a case of trying to find the best solution that doesn't mean you're working on international phone calls. But that's great. That's really exciting because it really opens up that option for people that um, are not in your area so that you can actually help people wherever they are. And I will, we will be sharing Jackie's contact details at the end of the show. And also uh, listen to the end because uh, Jackie has a gift for our listeners. So stay tuned because we've got some more great information to share. So Jackie, what sort of issues bring people to seek your help? Um, and do both EFT and past life regression address and help with all the issues that people bring to you? Well, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. The issue, the primary issue, seems to be I'm having trouble in my life. I can't seem to resolve it. I want it fixed, and that is the thing that brings people to me. Now, how did that evolve? How did that happen? Uh, can be a variety of things. Some people have had violence and all sorts of trauma in their lives. Other people have not. They've had a relatively, oh, easy I want to say lifetime, but they have developed a need to be perfect. They've developed a need to control things, um, and they've developed anxiety as a result because we can literally skew our brain chemistry with our thinking. Mm. And yeah, definitely. And yeah, and and other people come because they're they've got illness. They've got chronic illness. Uh, or they've got stress. And my perspective is that a lot of it happens because, A, people believe what they think, and that's never a good idea because our our brain just does what it does. And uh, Absolutely, and it's so dependent on all the conditioning that we've had. And exactly. People, people live with the expectation that certain things are going to happen when they get to a certain age. And this kind of view of aging being and, and sickness being inevitable permeates everything. And Bill and I always say we're really fortunate because we never get sick because we don't believe all this stuff about when you get to this age, you'll be suffering from this, that, and the other. And this whole concept of you know, the mind controlling the body rather than the other way around, I think is something that a lot of people haven't really grasped yet. Would you agree? I would agree 100%, and I'm with you. I I rarely get sick um, because I don't buy into all of the uh, programming that we have 
uh, in the civilized world. I want to say civilized, and I don't know sometimes, but uh, yeah, in modern culture. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In modern culture, we're very programmed uh, to to believe that we are constantly deteriorating, and I just don't buy it. Um, yeah, this but, is something I was talking about last week to our guests about how so many people have given their power away to the medical profession, believing yeah. that they have no no self healing ability. And, of course, then they get loaded down with a load of pharmaceutical toxic chemicals that make matters worse worse in many cases. Well, yeah, and, again, I couldn't agree more. You know, I'm a big fan of Dr. Bruce Lipton, uh, who originally wrote The Biology of Belief and uh, demonstrated that our brain, really, that our beliefs and our thoughts Trump biology every time. Absolutely. And in, I read that book uh, probably about 18 months to two years ago. It had been on my list for ages, and then the universe delivered it because a friend of ours actually brought it to the house and handed it to me. It was like, okay, I'm supposed to read this now. And it was so interesting about how the epigenetics is showing that our, the environment affects the switching on and off of genes. And when you compare it with this concept that genes are fixed and you've kind of got handed down something that is fixed and unchangeable, which is what caused Angelina Jolie, I think it was, to have a double mastectomy because she thought she had the gene for breast cancer. And, you know, for me, that is so awful that somebody should be so programmed to believe that when actually the opposite is true and that we can change the way our body responds to things through the power of the consciousness yes we can and you know and i have done it for myself with eft and i have done it with clients with eft and um it makes me sad when i see people and i see them constantly they're in my environment you know i know people who have physical illness, chronic illness, and gosh, take so much medication that they don't need a nightlight. They are a nightlight. They glow in the dark. Um, yes. And uh, will not, will you know, out of fear, out of the programming, the very deep programming, uh, will not stray from the path they're on. And, you know, something like EFT or past life regression can be done in addition to allopathic medicine. It can. What will happen is you will probably not need as much doctoring as you're used to. In fact, you may actually go into remission and you may be able to get off medication. Yeah, that's that's brilliant because, you know, people who are taking a cocktail of drugs, I know have got the issue not only of side effects of a single drug, but the the reaction, the interaction of the different drugs together that create even more side effects, which is in some cases quite horrific. (laughs) But tell me, Jackie, how do you work out how to best serve your clients' needs? 
intuition got anything to do with it? It it has a lot to do with it. I I ask a lot of questions, and I am as I'm asking, I'm listening very closely, both with my ear and with my intuition, and I'm picking up. It's like, for me, I call it following the breadcrumbs. It's I pick up little things, a tone in the voice, or I'll get an energy hit on something. And so I'll know, you know, I'll make note of that, and and I'll want to pursue that. I want to ask more questions about that. I will want to, uh, I take a long history of people, and, and, Usually, about halfway through, I'll know, bingo, there it is. So there is, that, is, is that getting to the kind of core issue that they're dealing with? Is that Exactly, and that's right. what I want to do. I want to go to the core. I do not, I, I'm just not about tap dancing along the surface. I want to get to the core issue. I want to know what was going on when this started. What what was going on in your life when when you first started experiencing this? And to me, it's it's real obvious. Oh well, of course you feel that way. Well, of course you're experiencing this. I mean, who wouldn't? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, The other thing I like to do is I like to I I use affirmations a lot. I use Louise Hay affirmations a lot. And I will ask people to say an affirmation and rate on a scale of zero to ten how true it is. <laughs> and if I hear them say, "Well, that's an out-and-out lie," I know there's some work to do there, isn't there? That's really good, Jackie, because you know I have a bit of an issue with with affirmations um, in terms of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of encouragement given to people to use affirmations for manifestation and what happens is that if people's belief system is in opposition to the affirmation they actually create the opposite and so when I'm working with people I, I advise them only to use affirmations if they don't feel any resistance to it but I haven't really thought about it as using it as a diagnostic tool. It's a little bit like kinesiology, isn't it, as well, in terms of measuring the resistance to what's being said in the affirmation. Well, in a way, it is. I don't use kinesiology much myself because I discovered about 10 years ago that I can easily skew the kinesiology, whether it's me doing it or somebody else. It's all energy. And (laughs) if I want the outcome to be a certain way, I'll fix it so it is, whether it's true (laughs) or not. (laughs) Um, um, The power of the will. (laughs) Well, and the power of energy. And the power of energy. But, yeah, when people are making a statement, it's pretty easy for them to feel the cognitive dissonance that's going on. Well, I can hardly – they'll say, well, I can't say that. That's a lie. Mm. Well, that's a place to start. Yeah, what, Yeah. what, what what, what makes that a lie? Yeah, because our our consciousness, you know, we're saying things consciously 
our logic says that that isn't true. So that creates the negative, the, the opposing energy to yes. the affirmation, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So then what I want to do is I want to pursue that, and I want to delete. I want to go so far as to I want to get to the core of where that resistance, that cognitive dissonance began, and then I want to reduce that as much as possible, and I want to delete, uncreate, and de-story that cognitive dissonance across all time, space, dimension, and reality. Because for all I know, I believe in a multi-dimensional universe, and for all I know, maybe somebody believes it in this reality, but their soul knows that there's another aspect of them in another reality that's saying liar, liar, pants on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, I definitely believe in that, too. Yeah, and I want to, I want the DNA to be in alignment. I want every cell and fiber of our being, including our DNA and all of our energy, to be in agreement. So, Jackie, do you, we talked a little bit about the people with physical issues and mm-hmm. outcomes that they can have from working with you. Do you find that there are there is a, a repeating set of core issues, as we talked about, that keep coming up in your clients that perhaps may not be bringing physical issues, but are bringing issues that that are affecting their life in terms of ability to be successful and this kind of thing. Is there a, a pattern there that you see that crops up? I see a lot of patterns and core patterns that I see, and I've experienced them myself. Um, feeling less than feeling incompetent, uh, lack of self-belief, feeling fearful. A big one is fear, and that can take many forms. What will happen if I make this change? Um, What are are the ripple-out effects going to be, and will I be able to deal with those ripple-out effects? Am I willing to? Am I going to have to leave my comfort zone? (laughs) Which is a (laughs) big big one. one. (laughs) And and the answer is probably. And, uh, you know, our life starts at the end of our comfort zone. There's that old saying. Um, But I think fear generally and feeling either unworthy of something good or feeling incompetent, lacking confidence of being able to pull it off, being able to sustain change. Yes, I I agree. I must say the people that I've worked with, the underlying thing is is fear-based and actually scarcity-based, fear of not enough. And that can be not enough in terms of material things or it can be not not good enough in terms of their own yes. competency. So, yes, yes definitely. And yeah. in, in terms of the results from 
working with people with these kinds of issues, very much um, self-limiting beliefs, without necessarily any physical issues. What do you see in terms of how that affects their life after they've worked with you? Um, it depends on the person. And it depends on their ability to follow through because, you know, working with me is not getting fairy dust sprinkled on and being dinged with the magic wand and me saying, oh, good, you're good to go, you're fixed. It's maintaining the changes that we have set in motion. And what they normally feel when working with me, uh, by the time we have completed our time together, and often I will tell you that is the average number of sessions I do with somebody, I, I work with somebody with EFT is six, maybe seven, unless there is a really, really deep issue that involves something like PTSD and years and years and years of childhood abuse that was then uh, re-experienced somewhat as an adult, usually uh, six, seven sessions. But the people usually come away from working with me with a lightness of spirit and expanded awareness of what they really and truly are capable of doing an appreciation of themselves that maybe they never had before. You know, a lot of people, uh, some little thing can send them down the slippery slope of of low self-esteem, something like being shamed by a teacher in the third grade. And then they made up this big story about it, and they've lived that story all their lives, and when we when we peel the layers away from that and realize, oh, my gosh, it's not true. Look at the evidence of what I've done in my life. Look at the evidence that I can find, that I can, that I can point to, that says, no, I have capabilities, I have gifts, I am special. Mm, it's and, interesting you brought that example up because that had happened to me exactly that, not even third grade, literally when I was five years old, first grade I suppose it would be here, and absolutely devastating effect on on my level of self-confidence until I really dealt with that. And uh, In fact, it was Bill that helped me deal with it in terms of shifting the perception of it, but we can... We, of course, that's at an age when you're so susceptible to those external influences that create these really deep-seated beliefs. Yeah, and then we buy in to that, and then we add to it. <laughs> we add to it every day. Absolutely. And, yeah, and when you can begin peeling that away, um, there, there's an NLP process that I like to do uh, also with people when I'm doing EFT, I kind of incorporate several little tricks in with EFT. And NLP, some simple NLP exercises are included in that. But when I ask people, you know, in a guided imagery, 
to look from the point of view of an outsider as if you were looking in the window and see what happened there and look at the person who was doing the shaming. What do you know about them? And inevitably what the client will say is, oh, my gosh, they had it done to them. They don't know any different. They're afraid. They're Mm. afraid. Interesting because, yeah, I use similar things and I'm working with clients. It's like you're watching a movie about somebody else and yes. get gets that detachment from the situation. And, yes, uh, and gain a different perspective. Exactly. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so as we were talking about a follow-up, what kind of follow-up does clients have to do? Is it is it literally just following through with action or is it do, it, do you send them away with an EFT tapping kind of routine or what is the follow-up that they need to do well yes there's act there obviously there's action you can't sit on the couch watch television and eat chips and expect that your life is going to change because you went to five sessions with jackie (laughs) that's not gonna (laughs) that's not happening um so yeah uh let's you know, I have clients make a plan of action, and and I do that with every session. Um, and I encourage clients to continue using EFT. I use EFT every day. Even if I'm not clearing something, I'll just tap on the meridian points for a few minutes. I want to keep that energy moving because if we don't keep our energy moving, stuff gets lodged. In our energy field, in our organs, in our DNA, and that's how we got to the point where we needed help in the first place. So I want people to keep their energy moving, and I encourage people to tap every day, and I give them all sorts of ways that they can do that, or I encourage them to just stimulate the meridian points. I teach people how to use EFT for themselves so that when they're triggered by something, because, you know, just coming, working with somebody for six weeks, seven weeks, doesn't mean you're never going to have another trigger in your life. It means that you've peeled a whole lot of layers off that onion, but the onion may still be there, and there may be more to peel. Yeah, and I think particularly at the moment, I know I've been experiencing a lot of reaction to this negativity that's happening at the moment around, particularly around the the presidential election. So it's not necessarily something that's directly our individual experience. We can also be affected by more of the global energy as well, can't we? Well, I think so. Um, I, I don't watch or discuss anything political. I don't want it in my field. It's already out there. I hear other people talking about it. You know, um, I'm not as highly sensitive, and I'm grateful for that, as a lot of people are. But, you know, a lot of people are just sponges for everything that's going on in mass consciousness. And, my gosh, that that takes a toll. And if you don't have a way to clear that, if you don't have a way to cleanse yourself of that i just think golly mm. well and i think we're i think we're seeing the i think we're seeing the results of that 
in the level of discomfort that's being expressed by a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Yeah, and I found I've been getting more sensitive to it. And uh, we don't watch TV at all, um, so we don't watch mainstream media. But just going on to social media, yeah. you know, you can be exposed to stuff quite unintentionally. And sometimes I'm seeing all these toxic comments and really aggressive, uh, horrible comments that people make about each other. I'm thinking, no, withdraw, withdraw. <laughs> yeah, I don't read them. And I yeah. delete them. If they come through on my feed, I delete them. And yeah, people know. Right. And I've been, I've actually been known to unfriend people. Yes, I've had to do the same on the on the submit. So, so one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is yeah. how do these tools that you use help people in terms of expanding their consciousness? Because we're all on this conscious evolution path. And I imagine the people that come to you are very much focused on that for themselves. So do these tools help? And do you believe that it's important to help people to expand in that way? Well, I believe it's crucial. As I said earlier, I believe that our souls reincarnate with the purpose, with the impulse to grow and expand and raise vibrationally, expand consciousness. And anytime you're clearing pain, anger, anxiety, frustration, uh, trauma, any of those, any of those emotions, anytime you're cleansing your energy and your body of those things, you're making space. Well, you're doing, as far as I'm concerned, you're doing a couple of things. You're making space for light to come in. And yes. Do you believe that people come here with a specific purpose in terms of a soul purpose to address certain issues? I think people do and i think most people don't know what don't know about it mm. and one of the, one of the I, things that i use with with clients is um a book by uh, dan millman which is called the life you were born to live and he uses numerology to identify he calls it life purpose i call it soul purpose um which uses date of birth basically and I hadn't really thought about that until I came across the book and I've used it with clients who have said wow this is amazing you know it explains all these different things that I've been experiencing and really beating myself up about <coughs> not realizing that I'm going through it because that's what I'm here to do <laughs> so, well and I kind of, I think I kind of do the same thing with EFT because and with past life regression because I believe that everything, I believe there is something for us in every experience we have. And we can make a choice. And, again, you know, this is about consciously evolving. A, an unconscious, unevolved person will choose to see everything through a glass darkly. Mm. It, and, and they will be a victim. 
whereas someone who is learning that there is there is a system in the world in the, how I don't there is an energy that we can plug into that will help us expand and see things through different eyes. There is an energy that there are so many tools that we can access that will help us see things from, see the big picture rather than all of the minutia, all of the little details that we can put all together and make a really ugly puzzle. Or we can stand back and we can say, oh, look, well, I can see how I actually, that felt awful at the time, but as I pull back away from it and disengage emotionally, as I reduce the emotional charge from that incident, I can see that it has really helped propel me forward. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I ought to send them a thank you card. Yeah, I must say, absolutely in agreement with what I believe, and I've experienced it myself with some of the worst possible moments in my life have been such huge catalysts for change. And unfortunately, there's a lot of new agey stuff out there that says, you know, follow your, find your life purpose and everything will flow smoothly from now on and go with the flow. And they suggest that all your challenges are over, but in fact, the challenges are the critical catalyst for that spiritual and and conscious development, without which you wouldn't actually change. Exactly. You know, it's, I I don't advocate anybody going and jumping off a cliff and saying, I wonder, as they're as they're plummeting downward, saying, "Oh gosh, I forgot, I forgot the bungee cord. I wonder if this is going to work out." I, I don't, I don't, I don't advocate that. But I do advocate for people stepping back from painful or challenging experiences, and with the help of EFT or with a past life regression. Getting a look at the big picture, pulling away from the emotional charge. Mm. So when you're doing the past life regression, do you involve the EFT in there as these insights are coming through for people? I do when people are open to it, and not everybody is. You know, not everybody wants to do an EFT, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, and that's fine. There is no one-size-fits-all for anybody. And um, sometimes if people have a difficult time going into trance and and we know that going in, I will use EFT just to help soothe the central nervous system and soothe the amygdala, which is the fight-or-flight center. Mm. And people can relax a lot more easily that way. Yeah, people are afraid of going into trance. Huh? Are any people that you're, you're working with, are they afraid of going into trance or anxious about it, kind of giving their control away? Well, exactly. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes people have had some pretty ugly experiences when they weren't in control. 
And people have all sorts of beliefs about needing control. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, sometimes that sometimes that can get in the way. Hang on a second. <coughs> Sorry, I had to cough. That's okay. <laughs> we all have to sometimes. Um, I also so like to... actually helps with that. That re- that addresses that anxiety, so people are then re- relaxed and able to go into the past life regression. Process. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and also I like to use EFT when people are open to it. After, I'm sorry, I'm I'm needing to cough. That's okay. Let me, while uh, Jackie's just recovering from the cough, let me just uh, tell you where to find Jackie. Her website is www.tappingyoursoul.com. And you can email Jackie at jackie at tappingyoursoul.com. And Jackie has been telling us about some really powerful modalities, treatments in terms of EFT and past life regression to address the core issues that we all come to in, into this life with and that can really affect us on an emotional and on a physical level. So I'd really encourage you to look more into what Jackie has to offer. And you can also find her on Facebook at um, facebook.com forward slash tapping your soul. And there's quite a long string of numbers. So I suggest you look that one up in the show notes. And you can also follow Jackie on Twitter and her Twitter name is Jackie Sibley, J-A-C-I-S-I-B-L-E-Y. So, Jackie, how's your, how's your call? I'm, I'm good. I'm good now. Excellent. I'm good now. And I wanted to thank you for all of that. And I want to make sure people understand that my name is spelled J-A-C-I. Um, most people don't spell Jackie that way. So, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, as I was saying, um, I like to use EFT after a past life regression with people if I sense that they are going to have a difficult time putting into practice the doing, the actions that they know they will need to do in order to break the patterns that brought them to see me in the first place. Excellent. I think that it sounds like a really powerful combination, Jackie, I must say. And uh, I haven't really used EFT. And after, after our conversation today, I really think I'm going to be uh, going back and looking at that. And we can perhaps have a conversation about that after the show. So, um, and, and Bill's definitely keen on a past life regression. I think to answer some of the questions that you know we do have about how this life is influenced by life in the past. So really enjoyed getting all the information about that from you today, Jackie. So we are coming closer to the end of the show. So I'd like to now ask you, Jackie, if you would give the details to our listeners about the gifts that you've got available for people who have listened to the show. So I'll hand back over to you to do that. Okay, Um, if people will uh, either email me or go to my website and fill out the contact form, 
and mention that they heard this show. I am willing to do either a 30-minute EFT session with someone, a complimentary 30-minute EFT session with someone one time, or I would be glad to knock $30 off the price of a past life regression. I generally charge 90 I will reduce that by $30 and make it $60 one time. Or if somebody would like, I would be happy to do a short guided tapping meditation where I guide somebody through uh, several rounds of EFT for relaxation or just calming themselves down, de-stressing, or a guided meditation for relaxation, and that will be sent via a digital transfer service. Right, and that's on an MP3, so people can listen to yes. it on their iPods or whatever else, their phones. Yes. Yes, whatever device they choose. Yeah. And of course they can repeat that time again, so it's a really good long lasting gift. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. So Jackie, it's been so brilliant to talk to you. I mean, we obviously talked before and um, you know, got developed really quite a friendship, thankfully, thanks to you um coming on the show. So I would like to ask our guests if they have a last message that they'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I guess my message is um, I hope people will, when they feel that inner nudge, that inner voice, whether it be at 3 o'clock in the morning when they wake up, and it's just them alone with themselves, or whether they're in the midst of something, and they feel that inner impulse to expand, to grow, to investigate something new, to heal whatever it is that they know is stopping them, because we all know, we all know inside. I hope they will find the help they need, whether it's me or whether it's somebody else, because this we are at a critical point in the evolution of our planet right now, and we all need to raise our vibration. When we heal ourselves, we are doing healing for the entire planet. And it's incumbent upon each of us to do that. So I'm just encouraging everybody to take those steps in whatever way works for them, whether it's with me or somebody else. Yeah, that's wonderful, Jack. You gave me the shivers then, actually. <laughs> and it, it really is true that, you know, we're here on, a, on this planet at a very critical time, and everybody has their role to play. We, we shouldn't think that just one person can't make a difference because our consciousness is contributing to the collective consciousness every moment. And the more that we can work on ourselves and really appreciate our roles, then we're going to help the whole planet to evolve. So absolutely, yeah. Jessica. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
it's been so great. Thank you to our listeners as well, and we do hope you've enjoyed the show. We will be broadcasting every week with more expert guests talking about all aspects of conscious living. So to avoid missing any episodes, please follow us on Blog Talk Radio, or you can visit the radio show page at asmilingworldmedia.com where you can listen to the latest shows and sign up to receive news of upcoming shows by email. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash powerful people. And you can join the Conscious Living Club group on Facebook as well. And if you search for the Conscious Living Club, that should come up. And all details of where you can find us are actually in the show notes. So... Thank you so much, Jackie. I've really enjoyed this. If you'd like to just say your farewell to our listeners before I hand over to Bill, and he will then close the show for us. Okay, thank you. Wonderful. So over to you, Bill. Okay, thank you, Jan. And a reminder, the Conscious Living Show is brought to you by Jan and Bill Moore of A Smiling World. And we provide coaching, training, and events on personal empowerment, conscious evolution, conscious business development, and the universal laws of success. To find out more about our coaching, workshops, and online courses, and to get your free copy of Dream Achiever Success Kit, go to asmilingworld.org. And if you're building or planning to build a conscious business, you will find a wealth of free resources at successfrequency.com. We hope you'll join us again soon for more expert interviews, tips, and tools on conscious living. And now we will close with the Beach Boys from their 50th anniversary album, Good Vibrations.
Sing along, it's alright? Gotta keep those love good vibrations. 